What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we're coming to you right now, right after the eviction episode. As we speak, the house guests are currently on the wall fighting for that HOH. Well, everybody but Jasmine at this point. <laughs> but uh, other than her, everyone's still on the wall. I was watching a little bit before we hopped on here. Like I said, she's the only person who goes on. But some of you, are, uh, as you're watching this, you clearly already know who won HOH. We don't. Maybe I'll check in on Twitter from time to time to see if we have an update. But here we are, coming to you live after the eviction of Daniel. Uh, what'd you think of the episode, Cody? It was, uh, it was a good episode. A lot of fluff in the beginning, obviously just, you know, fill it. And then I was just like, I wanted to get to, I just wanted to get to the eviction because I knew knowing Daniel, there was going to be something that he was going to do when he was pleading his life. There was going to be somebody that he was going to call out. There was going to be some type of blow up because we saw it early in the week. And that's exactly what we got. We got Daniel blow up, crucify Michael, which is just not anything you want at this point especially going into jury but um this is exciting i am i am so excited for the game moving forward but before we move forward we got to go back and kind of recap the week i'm going to blow through the recap really quickly because i'm not going to bore you guys with it michael wins the hoh there was conversations about michael possibly deciding you know i don't know maybe if the nominations stay the same maybe we could backdoor a bigger threat that bigger threat came in the form of monty so he decides to nominate monty joseph and terrence use the the idea that came from Monty and Joseph to put them on the block and then was like, you know what? If they stay on the block, maybe we could target Monty. Ultimately, Michael wins his fourth of five vetoes, um, which I think is terrible and decides to – after having these conversations with people and making them feel like he could – he was going to use it, he, he decides not to use it, which I think was a bad play. It just – the whole – his whole week as the HOH I think really kind of messed up his game a little bit. Um, he decides to to use the power of veto on Monty, Joseph, and Terrence, replaces them with Daniel and Kyle. And so then we get to the Thursday night episode with Daniel and Kyle on the block. We see Kyle go home, which, quite frankly, I'm happy that he does because now I feel like the game can start. We can start seeing the game unfold. Now the leftovers have to – there's no easy targets now. There's no easy targets now. The leftovers have to really start playing the game, and I really feel like it's going to start making them cannibalize themselves. They're not going to be strong till 7. Well, I mean, there there are people they can go after, right? Yeah. But it, it kind of becomes a wasted HOH, yes. right? Like you're going to win HOH and you're going to go after someone who, Jasmine, like Jasmine who's literally walking yeah. on one leg. Um, and I agree with your assessment on Michael. Your HOH, you're not in a, t a position where you're really – I mean, you definitely have ideal choices you want going home. But let's be honest. Anybody going home isn't really a huge deal for him at this point. He's kind of got a lot of relationships going on. So for him to go in and win another competition, it reminds me of kind of Frankie, mm -hmm. where you're just stacking these numbers and winning competitions he didn't need to win. We're going to get into the hit list as well at some point, and we're going to go over how, although this was a good eviction for Michael, you know, he had a house target essentially go home. Yeah. I don't think it was a good week. I don't think this was a good week for him. Um, I don't think this is the highest caliber of gameplay that I've ever seen, so maybe he gets away with it when it comes to the end. But... Daniel made some very good points tonight, and we're going to get into that as we're talking about the hit list and how it could affect Michael going forward because as of last week, he was number one. But with some of the things unfolding in that house, and like you said, the two house targets are gone now. So it's going to come up to people as their HOH. Do you go after the easy out that you could beat later in the game, probably beat in a final two? 
or do you start chipping away at people who could potentially beat you in the end? Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to—I can't wait to see who wins the wall because there's a couple of the house guests that I think can really do well at the wall. You know, you have someone like Taylor who I think is going to be able to stay up there for a very long time, and I would love to see who Taylor goes after because I feel like Taylor was kind of getting on board with possibly sending Monty home. Like, could that be someone that she targets? I highly doubt, but um. I'm eager to see kind of how it plays out now, especially which if you could dive into like that new twist that Julie just unveiled for all of yep. us at the end of the episode. I can't wait to see how this this whole thing plays out with these two separate games happening. Yeah, there was a, the kind of a big bombshell at the end, and, and and they usually play up these like twists coming up that has never been done before, and and you're like, okay, Julie, I love you, but <laughs> okay, so. Before before I hit you with the twist at the end, I want to get your prediction on because I haven't looked yet. I have my Twitter open, but I want to get your prediction before I look because I'm assuming some people already dropped. Who's your prediction to win the uh, the wall competition tonight? And then we'll kind of follow along through this episode. Mm. I'll keep you with the updates. I think you're going to see uh, a Taylor's going to be up there easily in the final three. I could honestly see. I don't know that Kyle will do well. I'm trying to run through everybody. Joseph Monty. I don't know. Um, but you you've started to see kind of people do a little bit better at the wall that we thought weren't that great. Like I was hanging on to the wall a really long time. Tyler was hanging on to the wall for a really long time. You saw Victor Arroyo, who is just this bigger statured guy. He won the wall competitions on yep. his season. So, you know what? Maybe I could see someone like Joseph doing <sighs> Joseph's a little bit too big, but I, I I'm gonna go with Taylor. I think Taylor's gonna do really well. Taylor, it's a good pick. And and because it's a good pick, I won't pick her too. I think it's something where to me it I've only done the wall comp, but it was kind of different where it was yeah. arms over our head, different body parts. You've done this one where exactly. it, it stop me if I'm wrong, but it feels like it comes down to a lot of grip strength, you know? And if you have, if you have a lot of upper body strength, it's, it's it works against you because you're kind of holding all that weight with just your grip. Yeah. And so what I was doing in that competition, which was really helping me was as we were getting like super low and it was down to Nicole, um, Danny and myself, I was like kind of adjusting how I was was holding onto it and like not putting a lot of the strain on my shoulders and putting a lot of the the tension on my grip strength. And I have a pretty good grip strength. And so that's yeah. where it was like, I was like, you know what? I feel like I could hold on to this wall for a pretty, pretty long time. And if you can adjust to make that tension, not be so heavily on your forearms and your shoulders, you can end up doing well. I think Tyler was somebody that figured that out as figured that out as well. Tyler was someone that figured it out. And, uh, I, I, that's why I'm I'm kind of not just jumping jumping away from somebody like like a Monty or a Joseph doing well. I could also see a Turner do well, but it's a different type of wall. You know, it's not yep. the same wall where we would see in previous seasons where like some of the thinner girls would get their arms underneath a bar, yeah. and it'd be like you don't have to use your arms and your shoulders. You're just holding on with your whole body, and so mm -hmm. I like that Big Brother threw that change in there because it makes it a little more balanced. Uh, so I could see someone like. Honestly, I could see someone like a Kyle, a Monty, or a Joseph being there at the end as well. You know, Terrence is obviously going to be out very shortly. Um, Indy's going to be go, out very shortly. I'm going to go with Kyle. Yeah. That's who I'm going with. I feel like he might have a little bit of pliability there. He's he's a big kid, but he's fleck. He seems like he's got a little bit more pliability than someone like a Monty or a Joseph there. Correct. They're, 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 all, they're stacked. So real quickly, as you were saying it, I was looking it up, and no surprise – uh, for a couple of these people, you had said, I think you said Indy, but yeah. right now we have Terrence's, Jasmine's off the wall, as I already said, uh, Terrence dropped as well, and uh, before Terrence, Brittany dropped, so Jasmine, Brittany, and Terrence are out of the uh, HOH competition, and we will keep you updated, but back to what you were just saying, 
because this was actually a bombshell. HOH starts, you know, she announced, Julie announces that the bestie, festy, uh, festy, bestie, you know, twist is over. Right. That's always nice when you don't have to play with someone else. Awesome. Right. She also announces that they all made jury. We, we knew that was coming. And then finally she hits us with an actual surprise, an actual twist. And she essentially says that there's going to be two separate games of big brother going on in the house, two different groups. And at first I was thinking like, are they going to literally divide the house in half so you they don't know what's going on on this other side of the house? I don't know if they could do that because of the bathroom situation or whatever, yeah. but it made me think of our season because if you remember in Big Brother 16, first week, essentially there were two HOHs, two different groups of people that were being nominated for eviction. So that's where we started the four nominees. And then there was a dethroning. There was the extra competitions, which dethroned one of the HOHs and then kind of merged us back together. I can see a world where instead of the merging coming back together, there's literally going to be two separate games of big brother going on. I don't know how they're going to divide the house. I have a feeling they could divide them based on how they fell off the wall That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like they don't know it right now, but they're literally deciding the two separate groups. And I think we're going to literally see two different games of Big Brother being played within these two groups because there's 10 players left. And on and, and she also ended the the this new announcement with that there's going to be a double eviction. So I think that gives even more yeah. credence to the idea that we're literally going to see two HOHs, two POVs, two nominations. And then two evictions, and they're going to yeah. be decided by two different groups of the house. Yeah, I, I think it would be so. Th- there's that, or it could possibly even be that there's just two HOHs in the week. And it would something that would be really cool is if they make the one HOH that everyone sees, and then maybe a second competition during the week because you know they have the different rooms that we go to to do other competitions and have a secret and a secret HOH that has two secret that has two nominees that go up. The nominees get evicted. Um, uh, the the two nominees go up on a on a um, in secret. So the secret HOH gets to nominate two people. Those two people are on the block along with the other two people. That's how you get two of your veto players. Your third is the HOH that we know, and then uh, the f- the fifth is the HOH that we know, and then the sixth could be like a random draw. So the other HOH could be doing it, and then on eviction night, the whole house that's off the block is voting for. No, nah, that wouldn't be right because that would be a double eviction every week. No, you lost me about I lost two minutes you. ago. I lost, yeah, I'm, you well, lost me too. That's how I think maybe that's how the double eviction is going to go. But I was not in my head though. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so how are they going to have this in two separate I, teams? I honestly just think. One, oh, maybe I only honest, one nominee each. No, I think it's going to be, I think that it's going to be two. I think they're going to do exactly because this is, this. I think it's literally, and weigh in the comments, by the way, because this is coming out tomorrow, so we won't know the twist yet. Weigh in the comments, what do you think the format will be? But I think it would be really cool to literally have two different games of Big Brother going on, where you have two HOHs, and within those HOHs, there's going to be the house divided into two groups. So there'll be five people in one group, five in the other. You're going to have an HOH. That person's going to have four people to choose from. Two of them are going on the block, right? Then all... All of them, with the exception of one, are going to play in the veto. Whoever wins it, they could use it. They could not use it. Then you're going to be left with two final nominees for eviction night. And the two different groups are going to vote independently of each other, which we kind of had this group think going on, which everyone says is boring in Big Brother. We've had a lot of unanimous votes tonight. Daniel went home, what, nine to one, something like that. This could be something where you could have like a Terrence, a Jasmine, Alyssa, and like a Kyle who's kind of 
in between with a Michael. Yeah. With a Michael and Michael's obvious, screwed. Yeah. yeah. He's screwed. Yeah. So it could just based on luck of the draw, Michael could be in a lot of trouble this yeah. week. But you're depending thinking on how that there's so each HOH is going to nominate two people. And they're only going to be able to choose from the four other people that are in their group. I think it's literally going to be two separate. The house is going to be divided into two separate groups of five people each. And that's only going to be the pool that you can nominate from. Yeah, but I feel like they still, they're only going to have to keep two nominees. So maybe like one side nominates one person, the other side nominates the other, and then the whole house votes which side. Could be something no, like think, that, maybe. No, but think about it. If you have four nominees eligible for eviction on finale night, uh, yeah. on eviction night, right? But out of those four nominees, two are being voted on by half the house, two are being voted on the other. So one of the two are going to be voted out, and one from the other two are going to be voted out by the other group. Yeah, and but that would be like a double, double every week. That's what made me kind of backtrack on my statement because I was like, they can't do a double next week. No, no, no. I think this is a, they said he, she made it sound. If you go back and play like it's only for one week, it's going to flip the house for one week. Yeah. Okay. So then th they may be doing the double early. Oh the, yeah. The, but the, dude, they always do the double the first people into the jury. She said it's double yeah. eviction. Next oh, week. oh, it's, it's next week. Yeah. So I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. So double eviction next week. So this is going to, this is how you're going to get yes. your double eviction instead of two people going home from the majority house where that, let's be honest, if someone from the leftovers gets in, it's Indy and, and Jasmine or Terrence and Jasmine. Now there's a world where someone from the leftovers could be going home. Yeah. And, and they make it, you know what, because they've seen that happen on so many different seasons where the double eviction happens and the alliance that's the majority now, because they're even more of a majority, just blow through the double, send home the the two people, like oh, whatever, send them to jury, and then we'll cannibalize each other. They're gonna make yes. that happen. It's gonna happen much quicker now. Oh yeah, so that's right. So that's what I. Oh, okay, that was ultimately what I was saying. I was just saying one of the HOHs were in secret. Yeah, I think it's literally gonna be known. You think, I think it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be known? Like you're the HOH, you're the HOH. We're on two think, separate sides. Boom. I, I think it's know. gonna be two different games, kind of like it was for like the first night or two. With 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 you and I, where Frankie was in a separate HOH comp with you guys, and Caleb was in a separate HOH comp with us, and it was kind of two different games going on because Frankie was nominating from your side of the house, and Caleb. Well, no, they could have chosen from anybody. They could have chosen anybody, from anybody because yeah. they were they were working together. I think the difference will be they only can choose from the people they're grouped with, and you ask yourself like, okay, how's that group going to be formed and make it fair? I do think it's a world where they divide it by the first five and the fi and the final five. And I think Michael could, because he didn't get to play tonight, could be in the bottom five, which would leave him currently Michael, Brittany, Jasmine, and Terrence. Yeah. So it's 2-2 two -two right now as far as the numbers. This this next person going out could seal the fate of a Michael or a Brittany. And I'm actually looking at the, the tw Twitter right now to see if we have anybody else out. And uh, we do. Monty has been eliminated. And so and, is Alyssa. <laughs> and so is Alyssa. So if it was the first five out, including Michael, it's Monty, Brittany, Michael, Terrence, and Jasmine. And Ma I think I think Michael would be safe in that situation. I think he'd probably have a Jasmine and Terrence uh, situation going on. Do you think that they're going to do the last two on the wall or the HOHs? Or do you think there's going to be another competition? I mean, it didn't say it didn't say that tonight that two there's going to be two hohs. She I think they're going to do. You think she would have shared that with them? I think she would have shared it and said the top two of you like they would have already said the twist. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm actually genuinely excited about this. This one. Sunday episode is going to be fire. 
Yeah, I think it could be really good. We'll know probably later tomorrow with the feeds, I'm sure. If you're not watching already, make sure you're checking out uh, Tiffany on the Winner's Circle. She's coming to you Mondays and Wednesdays, and she's giving you the updates as far as the live feeds. She has former house guests on. She has live feed correspondents on, people who are like really in, in tune with what's yeah. going on in the feeds. I always check it out. I always listen to it. I'm not always watching the feeds. So whenever I'm on the road or whatever I'm doing, I pop on Tiffany. I listen to her while I'm driving or working and I get updated on the feeds as the week's progressing. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Uh, so now let's dive into the week that we just saw play out with Michael. It really is a it really the only person to talk about this week um, is maybe Monty and Michael because Monty was initially the person that Daniel was going at, like, oh, you're manipulating everybody. You're doing all this. It shifted now to Michael. And I think it shifted to Michael and Daniel calling it out with the competitions mostly is going to be a big downfall of Michael moving forward into the jury because that's somebody that no matter what, no matter what type of player you are, you don't want a person with that big of a resume going anywhere into the end of the game because once they get to compete in every veto, which is you know, right around the corner. There's another five weeks before the person's competing in every veto. You're not going to allow them to get to that point or even to like the final eight where there's just a really high chance that they're in the veto. Six out of eight. So I could see this being bad for Michael. But the thing that I didn't love about Michael's HOH week this week was how he was playing both sides to – he was playing both sides and then went ahead and won the veto. Why do you feel the need to win the veto one, why did you feel the need to win the HOH? Because Daniel was not going to target Michael, really. I don't think. I couldn't have seen Daniel targeting Michael. And Michael went second in the competition, so he could have left that up to somebody else. Like Daniel's time is 16 seconds after seeing the path that he took, which I don't think they all get to see that. It's like 16 seconds is a lot of time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like I mm-hmm. feel like somebody else would have beaten that, you know, because once you see 11 seconds, 11 seconds is fast. So now you're trying right. to rush. I didn't love that Michael won the HOH. I was like, why did he just win that? And then after playing both sides of the house so heavily, why he decided to win the veto was so bizarre to me. Like that needed to be thrown. That needed yeah, to be thrown completely. I, Once Jazz moves out, throw it. I agree. I didn't mind the HOH as much because you never know. You yeah. never can feel comfortable in the house. Correct, but yeah. you are comfortable in the house when you're HOH. Yeah. You don't have to win the veto. And by the way, I'm an idiot. I'm going back at my notes because as we're talking, I'm getting excited. And I can't count, apparently, because there's 11 people left in the house, not 10. Because I, uh, I'm i looking here. We had 12 in the house last week, after last yeah. week. Well, 11 now is we the have jury, 11. yeah, because nine people vote, two in the end. Yeah, so yeah. where were you on that one, Cole? I mean, where I got to be you? honest with you, brother. I don't love, like, interjecting to correct you because, like, I feel like that's a pet peeve for correct a lot me. of people. I don't want to be me. like – My, whole, my yeah. whole thing was based on 10 and you're like just sitting there letting me go. I, I was going to because I thought maybe you were like, oh, Michael, because then I thought you were going to catch yourself when you were like, Michael is the outgoing. He can't compete. He's going to drop into the bottom. And I was like, oh, that makes six and five. So I was like, nope. it works. No, Dude. it doesn't. This I, I appreciate so you. How, lo- are I appreciate- gonna, how are they going to split it into two when they don't even have even numbers? I'm lost now. <laughs> Everything I said is gone. I'm lost now. I'm absolutely lost. I'm, my whole brain is just on the Scramble ground right eggs. now. I don't, I don't know. I'm completely clueless now. How do you do it? Yeah. Don't ask me. Yeah. I only well, played the game. You know what? I don't know. Here's the thing is that I think it's going to be split into two in the same sense of the, there's got to be two HOHs. I, I don't know. And this is what bothers me, right? Julie does this. Like even when the bestie twist was coming up, it was like, ooh, we have this crazy twist. We're going to throw the house guests. Tune in Sunday. And I'm like, why? 
Why can't you tell us exactly what the twists are? We can't get in touch with them. We can't tell them anything. Let they us want you in to tune in. They Let want you to in tune in, man. We're going to tune they, in. Well, oh, yeah, because maybe if you don't like the twist, you'll be like, ah, I'm not watching anymore. It's boring. But now I'm watching because I want to see what the twist is. Well, I'm going to watch Tiffany. I'm going to listen to her and see what she has to say because she can give the updates. See if they get the but, insight. Absolutely. But you want to dive into this this hit list now that I've completely botched the uh, yeah. my my whole prediction on how they're going to split the house, which everyone, it's so funny because I'm, I can hear you guys right now in the comments as I'm talking. Cause a lot of you're you so like, damn. Boo. <laughs> and a lot of you guys will like, will comment like as the episode's going, which we love by the way, cause I can tell when you're commenting. So I am fully prepared to see all of your comments going. Yeah. Derek's a real smart kid. Can't even count. Anything past 10, guys. I only got 10 fingers. There's 11, idiot. Boo. Uh, yeah. We thought Cody was the idiot. It's you. <laughs> Boo. No, yeah. So, but I, honestly, so I'll, I hey, I'm as excited as you up. guys. But yeah. So anyway, list, but then, you know, well, before we get into hit list, because I feel like this is probably the biggest part, was Daniel just blowing up Michael. That's it. That's blowing it. And up that's Michael. why, and it's going to affect the hit list, yeah. which is why we could dive into it now. We can dive yeah. into it when we get to yeah. Michael. But it's it's a hundred percent part of the hit list, and as far as our movement in the hit list, Daniel's speech tonight was an absolute assassination attempt on Michael. Yeah, we will have to see if it plays out the way Daniel wanted it to land. But it absolutely affects Michael going forward. There's no way around it. Yeah. Do you so want to hit it right when we get to Michael? List. Yeah. Let's go okay. right into the hit I'll list. I'll start off with the lower part. Obviously, yep. we have eleven house guests in the house right now one we one. do not know who is hoh yet but kind of like you did last week i'm going to do the same you know the bottom to be honest with you to me the bottom four are kind of interchangeable as far as i'm concerned i agree so at, at 11 10 9 and 8 the bottom being Alyssa. couple reasons she's there she was she was uh 11th last week the reason she's 11th again this week as far as where she stands in the house, she really doesn't have anybody, including Kyle. And we saw it on the episode tonight with the segment where Kyle's looking at the camera. He learned that she was part of a a small plan to possibly get out Monty. And he li literally looked at the cameras and said, Alyssa, I don't know what I can do at this point. I don't know what I can do to save you. I wanted to keep you around mm -hmm. for, you know, other reasons. But I, I don't think it, he, he he definitely seems to not want to ruin his game for a showmance. He was on the block this week. He specifically told Alyssa, hey, kind of keep your distance. If You know, I want to stay. I don't want to, you know, give anyone any ideas. So she's really on her own. She's at the bottom. Then you have Indy, Jasmine, and Terrence. They're there for a reason. They're kind of clueless with what's going on in the house. They're all at the bottom. All three of them have not shown the ability to go out and win a competition when they need to. Jasmine is is injured. Uh, and so they just they kind of seem like they're interchangeable. So we have Indy at 10, Jasmine at 9, and Terrence at 8. So that's the yeah. bottom four. Don't get too caught up on it. It could go either way. Yeah. You could argue with us about the order, and we wouldn't probably disagree yeah. with you. All, all of them, I agree. And the only thing that makes me think Alyssa may have a little bit more time is because of this like assassination attempt on Michael. Because I genuinely felt like Alyssa, once I got to jury, it was going to be like, hey, enough of this stuff with Kyle and Alyssa. Let's cut her and let's send her to jury. Now with this new twist, there's no telling. And honestly, I feel like this new twist is gonna is going to throw a monster wrench in this whole hit list because there's just no telling what can actually happen next. Um, I was by the way, right on cue, Indy's out of the competition. I, I see. Like, and now, but now it's like who could win? Because at, of the people that are left, we had mentioned, you know, 
we mentioned Joseph, we mentioned uh, Turner, we mentioned Kyle, we mentioned Taylor. Like I'm eager to see how this plays out. And I got to be honest with you, I kind of want to turn the feeds on. I'm like dying to turn the feeds yeah. on right now, but I, w- I don't want to be distracted. So Taylor, Joseph, Kyle, and Turner are left. So yeah. you nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. So the next group we have, again, I think are pretty interchangeable. It's going to be the next three. We have Brittany coming in at seven. Um, I could see Brittany being somebody that sneaks to the end. I just said this on the uh, live that I was on with Mark Long and Emily Longaretta. Shout out to the Godfather. Yeah, he's just, it was such a beast. And if you guys want to listen to that, check it out on Spotify. It was awesome that they had us on Spotify Live. But I was saying Brittany, I think, is somebody that could sneak by to the end of the game. I, I feel like, and not because, oh my God, Brittany's playing this great game. I just feel like nobody's going to look at Brittany as this crazy threat. Nobody's going to look at Brittany as Brittany as this crazy strategic player. And she could sneak all the way to the end of the game. But we have her in the middle of the pack because quite frankly, if we were in the house, I wouldn't be worried about targeting Brittany. Um, nope. Kyle's and she, the, and she's not a bad player either. By she's the way. not a bad player at all. She, 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 she knows what she's, she's a super fan. Yeah. And she, she's, and she's playing with the best player in the house. Yeah. She, she, and which is why I think she'll be okay because she was linked up with him. And at first I thought it was like, Oh, Brittany will go home over Michael. But now it's just obvious that, you know, the bestie twist is done, but Michael would have definitely went home if, if it was, uh, Brittany and Michael. Next, we have Kyle coming in at six. I could even slide Kyle down because this whole situation, he's such a flip-flopper with his uh, showmance and with what he wants to do with Alyssa. One week, he's one day, I say one week, one day he's making out with her. The next day, he's like talking to the cameras, being like, I can't work with her. And it's like, I, I just feel like he's already... He already put his foot in his mouth with that whole situation. It's been obvious. It's a little more known to the house that they're in a showmance. It's that's it, right. Everybody's yeah. seeing them laying together. Everybody's seeing touchy feely with the two of them way more so than they were in the past. And so it's going to be like, okay, we'll send Alyssa. And then Kyle, as he goes a little bit further, it'll be like, Hey, let's send this guy out to jury to go be with his girl. Um, it's definitely possible. He's going to have to win some comps or something because he is someone who's looked at as, even though he hasn't really done a ton, he is looked at as like, a competition threat because of his, his size and yeah. he is liked by everybody. So yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And then the next one moving up is Taylor. The one thing that I, I thought was funny this week that Taylor and Joseph came up with, this was this like fomance, this fake mm. showmance. I was yeah. like one, I thought Joseph, because ultimately a lot of the strategic stuff that's happening is stemming from Joseph. I think yeah. good and a bad thing because I think as he gets further down the line, if somebody is, is aware enough now, like you were, like all the strategic stuff was coming from you on 16, but you would have a way of doing it where you weren't telling people, I'm not telling you what we need to do. I'm just kind of like talking with you about what we need to do. And then we'll find, uh, we'll figure it out together, but really it's me. And Joseph Mm -hmm. doesn't do that. Joseph kind of says, we need to do this. This is how we're going to do it. This is the strategy that we're going to implement. And as we get further down the line, more people he's having those conversations with, it could be like, wait a minute, Joseph has done all this stuff. He's going to use this at the end of the game. So I would wish he talked more in the sense of, hey, we're coming to this conclusion together. Like he said that to Monty and then they went in the HOH room and Monty did all the talking where I was like, you guys are kind of not having the conversation the way that you two thought it up in the have not room. Um, But, you know, you know, Taylor and him have this fomance and I'm just like, I don't see the purpose, but, you know, we're seeing Taylor start to game a little bit. Um, not too much really. Taylor's just again in a situation where she's just going with whatever who's in power wants. Um, in order for her to jump up any higher, she would have to actually start like making some game moves and making some plays in the house, whether it's winning a competition, really being the catalyst of somebody going home and being the manipulative person that everybody thought she was in the beginning of the game. 
she would need to start doing stuff like that in order to rise up. Yeah, I mean, she's, you know, to, to go back to the HOH competition right now, Turner is off. So we're left with, yeah, Turner's off. So we're left with Taylor, Kyle, and Joseph. So already the leftovers are in power this week, but you could have Taylor with an HOH, which would be huge and would contradict or, or combat what I'm about to say, which is we've been seeing some good sound bites, some good DR sound bites, some good speeches in the house from Taylor. She's got her confidence back. Yeah. She was in a really bad place in the house, partially, not even partially, almost fully because of Nicole and Daniel and the attacks that they were uh, carrying out on her. And even Daniel tonight uh, admitted to Julie that some of his uh, attacks on her were personal uh, based on Paloma. And that was a little odd to me, but that's that's neither here nor there. Didn't like Daniel. We're going to have Daniel on for an exit interview tomorrow. We're going to we're gonna come at him a little bit. We came at Nicole a little bit. He's going to probably even get it worse than her. So you definitely want to check that out. But his, basically his rationale was Paloma was close with me. She was a friend and a number. Taylor kind of broke her down, and so I took it personally. But back to Taylor, people kind of bonded around her to protect her, right? That's kind of why the leftovers was formed. Julie said it again tonight. They didn't like the treatment of Taylor. And so they form this this alliance to kind of come together as the leftovers, but also to protect Taylor and to, and to have her back. And Michael said it. He didn't like the way she was being treated, and he was trying to change that. However, the two quote-unquote bullies, they're gone now. Mm-hmm. And so now it's time to play big brother. And Taylor is going to have to get to the end on her own because I don't think anybody in that house is going to be willing to sacrifice their game for hers at this point. So it's going to be interesting to see what she does going forward. And if she's going to win a competition, this is the week to do it. So let's see what she does, and we'll keep you updated. And I'd love to see her win an HOH. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, there was something said on the live that I was just on that made me kind of like tilt my head a little bit. It was uh, how one of the girls that was on there, she's somebody that was from the real world. She was like, it seems like there's – you know, things happening in the house that the players are finding out. It's she's like, it seems a little more produced. And then one of the hosts that were on there kind of gave us a little bit of an insight, you know, when she was asking different questions, you know, what was going on at CBS that it may seem like, cause you know, we see a lot of the different people saying things about the treatment of Taylor and we didn't like the treatment of Taylor. It's like, where did that come from? Where did that actually stem from? And there's a lot of speculation about like how quickly it changed and how the verbiage that the house guests were using changed very quickly. And it seemed like it could possibly stem from somewhere else. Um, oh yeah, I mean, production, start, production starts framing questions a certain way and yeah. you start to get the narrative. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't think they're in there telling them specifically, yeah. but I know you and I talked about this numerous times. There were times when they would bring us in, ask us questions, and based on the framing of their questions, I knew the narrative they were creating. Correct. And and you could decide to play into that or not. Yeah. Um, big announcement. It's really important. I'm going to a little leeway here. Joseph is off. And your new HOH. No way. We have an HOH? We have an HOH. I'm, t- I'm saying right now because Joseph goes down, Kyle struck a deal with Taylor. Taylor's the HOH. Taylor yeah. is your new HOH. <laughs> called it. You called no it, bro. Big deal. Hey, one and two, not too bad. I'm really impressive. We just are on. We just get it. We're on it. It's I not mean, a big deal. Like, hey, ain't I, the winner's circle for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ain't the winner's circle for nothing, folks. Yeah. Oh, my God. You come so, here for a reason. So now, what does that do? You know, where, where do you think this is important? You know what? Let's finish out the hit list and then we'll touch on that. Let's finish out the hit list. I think we're on. We just finished with Fit Taylor at five. Yeah. You're on which, four. Hold on. This is a big, this is going to be either Taylor's going to slide up or slide down. This is what happens well, when you're the age. Well, now we get to see Taylor, the big brother player. That's yeah. what this is. This is amazing. Yeah. It's exactly what I wanted. Yes. I think this is exactly, if you're a Taylor fan, you want, you want to see how Taylor 
plays big brother. Yes. Like she is in full control this week. She is going to decide if she can leave this week better than she started or is she going to make her situation worse? Yes. Because right now she kind of has everybody who's, you know, rooting for her, has been helping helping her. Where her where do her loyalties really lie? And how is she going to navigate this week where she gets someone out that's a target of hers, but does it in a way where everyone's still happy with her by the end of the She's week? She's going outside the leftovers for sure. Well, we will see. You want to go number four or you want me to do it? Yeah, we'll do number four. Um, Monty, I, I think at the start of the week, uh, he was, you know, kind of coming off of a pretty decent HOH and Daniel just threw a hissy fit. I don't think that really hurt him. But then I didn't like a lot of the conversations I was hearing because, you know, Michael was kind of getting on board with it. Brittany was kind of getting on board with it. Taylor was getting on board with it and was like, you know, I could do this. And for me, that just makes it seem like, okay, he's going to be someone that could be an easy target. Like he's not going to be someone that they stick around with. They view him as a heavy threat. They're not going to want to see him at the end of the game. And so, you know, Monty, he's someone that, I don't know. The, the hit list this season I will tell you this is so much harder. It's so much harder than last season because it's a different game. They're playing a different game this year. It's not this like one Alliance is just running the house. It's like an Alliance is running the house right now. And that being the leftovers, but the Alliance doesn't seem like this. Like they formed because they wanted to, you know, they didn't like the treatment of Taylor, but it seems like the, the leftovers know we are the best players in the house and I don't want to miss my opportunity to take a shot. And Monty is going to be somebody that I think even a leftover and the HOH could be like, I'm going to take a shot at Monty. Yeah, so, it could happen. Monty comes in at number four. Monty comes in at number four and number three, just like last week, it's Turner. And I will tell you, Turner is starting to grow on me a little bit. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't like that. He didn't know how to even say your last name last week, but he was you can even see it on social media. He he's a silent killer. He's someone who knows the game. He's kind of under the radar like a Britney, but he seems more in tune with what's going on. He doesn't get too emotional. He's kind of stays even keel. Love the muffin segment with the Jasmine. I mean, I was like, okay, he's kind of in. I like him a little bit more now. It was funny. It was epic. I like it. It was it was great, and he's starting to he's definitely growing on me. Um, so shout out to you, Turner. But he's someone who could definitely win the whole thing. He's someone who's right in right where he needs to be in the house. Totally. He's not too high up. He's not too low. He's got an alliance around him. He's not the top of the totem pole, but he's not the bottom. Perfect position he's right now. He's in a for phenomenal position. He could end up. I mean, even depending on how this week goes, he could end up sliding up. Also, you know, yeah, everybody but, likes him too. You know, yeah. I think he's got. A, I think he's in a good position. I think he's got a good chance at winning. And if he could have one A, one B, one C, we'd probably do that. Yeah, but we can't. So Turner comes in at number three. And I think who is our number two right now is going to very drastically benefit from the new HOH. I think this I could give him this could give him a very good chance to be like, because like we always say, one week in the Big Brother house seems like a month and so much stuff goes on. And usually after something like what happened with Daniel goes down and there's somebody that gets blown up in, in the mix of it. It tends to be good if a very close ally that you know won't turn on you wins the HOH. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what happened for this person. And I'll let you dive into it because this is your guy. Yeah, number two, Michael. He's dropped down one spot. I think we would be fools not to drop him down one spot after Daniel stood up there and pointed out all of his statistics to the house uh, and pointed out how monumental it is at what he's been able to accomplish competitively Mm -hmm. this early in the game. And it's no secret. When you're in that house, you have a lot of free time. You can look around and see who's liked by everyone and who isn't. Mm -hmm. And Michael went from being nominated to kind of like 
the ear for everybody. Yeah. And he's really playing a great game competitively. So you'd be a fool not to notice what he's doing this early in the game. And if you know anything about Big Brother, we're getting to a point where he's going to have the opportunity to play in every competition each week and won't be able to go home unless he loses both an HOH and veto, which when you're that good of a player, it's not that hard for them to do. Frankie almost did it. Yeah. So it's one of those things where um, if you didn't know already, now everybody knows uh, he is killing this game. And and Daniel really just spent his nomination speech saying, hey, he's the best player in here. If you don't get him out, he's, he's, uh, he's going to win. I will say, I don't think this is the best cast we've ever seen strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're kind of just all, like you said, this list is hard, but that's not necessarily because they're all so good. They're just kind of a lot of middle of the road type players. There's a lot of kind of floaters i guess you would call it. and i'm not saying even floaters is a a bad word but everyone's just kind of waiting to make that move and i do think that michael now especially after this week is absolutely the favorite to win by everybody in there and he's gonna have to find a way to kind of go back into the shadows and although he's still in a very good position to win i still feel very good about my pick we have to put this next person above them just because they're in a slightly better position with the same capabilities of of winning in the end, we believe. Yeah, and I got to be honest with you, it was – that's – the Turner was another one that I was like, hey, he could slide up even more because I yep. feel like Turner – and you – just going on to what everything that you were just saying has that ability to win competitions. Michael could have been number three for sure, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so the only thing that is the knock on this person that comes in at number one, which uh, obviously process of elimination you already know, is Joseph hasn't won any competitions. And he hasn't showed us that he's real – other than the wall where he's been deep in the competition, he's like not really that close. But Mm -hmm. because of his strategy and his insulation in the house – and I know he's viewed as a big physical threat, but Monty's viewed as a physical threat over him. Michael is definitely now going to be viewed as a huge threat. Because he, I guess, doesn't have the physical stature of Monty and Joseph, but definitely now, if anybody doesn't see how much of a threat he is in competitions, I don't know. They're playing with blindfolds. Um, (laughs) So Joseph comes in at the number one spot just because I think he's just he's just extremely strategic. He's doing a lot of things to insulate himself. Like even the fomance with Taylor, I don't think it's like this crazy master plan, but it's like. It was he he's doing different things and then like kind of protecting himself in different ways. I don't really see the purpose of why he did the fomance and what benefit that brings to him, unless he's doing it in the sense of, hey, I know that Taylor is, you know, being protected right now. And I so I really want to like almost the opposite of what Nicole was trying to do. Nicole was trying to do it because she was like, Ooh, Taylor's public enemy number one. I'm gonna link to her because it'll keep me safe. Joseph's now maybe doing it because he's like, oh, Taylor's like really liked and everybody doesn't want to really target her now. So let me get close to her. So it could be that. I don't really know. But Joseph comes in at number one. But I would really like him to see – I would really like to see him win some competitions. But he doesn't have to do it right now, again, because Taylor is the HOH. And you know Taylor's not going to target Joseph. She's not going to target Michael. And so what I wanted to say earlier was like Michael – you know, like I had a blow-up happen on the All-Star season, Kesar – um, blew up on me, but I hadn't won that many competitions. So like, he was like, Oh, you're a physical threat. And I had won one HOH and a veto. And so it's like, I would always go back to everybody and be like, okay, I don't really know what he's talking about. I've won the same amount of competitions as a few people in here. Michael doesn't have that. But now what Michael does have, which I had similarly was Christmas won that HOH right after the 
the blow up happen at the eviction. And so I was like, oh, I'm good. Christmas is going to target me. And now Michael has that as well. And it allows him to re-insulate himself into the house to be like, hey, I can't believe and like almost get the sympathy. Like, why would he do that? Like, that was just aggressive. Like, I feel like everybody's going to target me and then almost be like, oh, don't worry about it. We're not going to target you. We like you so much. And then all of a sudden he skates by another three weeks and then he starts just churning out wins. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Michael's going to have to earn his stripes now because there's definitely a little bit more attention on him. He does have a week here where he can kind of maybe kind of start to fade into the shadows again. We'll see. Um, Daniel, Daniel's out of the house. You know, we're, we're going to have our eviction speech uh, uh, interview with him tomorrow. If you're listening to this or watching it and you're watching it as soon as it came out, it's Friday. Our, our, our eviction interview with Daniel will come out on Saturday, um, both on audio and video. It's always going to be interesting. I saw his interview with Julie tonight. Seems like he's kind of going to spin it a little bit, own it somewhat. Um, and he's very like, oh, you know, it's all good. You know what I mean? I appreciate it as a super fan. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way it worked out. I'm glad that they're coming at me and they're, you know, they're, they came at him pretty good yeah. in the, uh, in the goodbye, you know, messages, yeah. goodbye messages, the idiot sandwich from Michael with the two pieces of bread. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Rough. Yikes. Uh, but, but now, like we said, the theme has kind of been get Nicole and Daniel out. They're both out. It's time to play big brother. Yeah. So any, any final words from you before we uh, wrap it up? No, make sure you guys are uh, liking and subscribing. If you haven't done so already and turn it on those notifications, cause we really appreciate it. The hit list is going to be going up right now. So this is our hit list. This is how we're going to be doing it now yep. because it's tough to put the names on the screen. Um, and so this is how the hit list you can is see the movement. Yeah. We have Joseph. We have Joseph at number one, Michael at number two, Turner at number three, Monty at number four, Taylor at number five, Kyle at six, Brittany at seven, Terrence at eight, Jasmine at nine, Indy at 10, and Alyssa rounding us out at 11. Yeah, and, and thank you so much, guys, for tuning in every week. We want to give a big, big thank you to you. We just hit 75,000 views on our Nicole interview video. That's a big number for a channel that just has over 27,000 subscribers. Yeah. So that's a good thing and also a little eye-opening because what that means is more than two-thirds of you are not subscribed to the channel yet. So we'd really appreciate it if you like, comment, subscribe, turn your notifications on. It really does help our channel grow. And I would love to see us get to 30,000 subscribers. Cody has a goal of what, 40,000? I said I said minimum of 35,000 subscribers. So I really so would love almost to hit there. that goal. So if you've been if you've been tuning in every week, listening to Tiffany, listening to us, you like the content. We're not asking for any money. Just subscribe to the channel. It really does uh, endorse what we're doing, so we know we're on the right track. Comment down below if you like or dislike something we're doing, and we're constantly opening uh, open to change and listening to what you guys have to say. We want to thank you for joining us here on the Winner Circle. We will see you next week.